This is the Catholic Life Coach with Jenny Gwen. This podcast is designed to share powerful life coaching concepts through the lens of scripture, church teachings, and the lives of the saints. My goal is to equip and encourage you to live a happy, healthy, holy life so that you can be the light of Christ for those around you. Hey friends, welcome to my podcast. I've been feeling stuck lately, just kind of stuck, not making any progress moving forward. So I've been doing a lot of soul searching. Sometimes when I feel like this, when I feel stuck and bogged down, it's God's way of preparing me for growth or to take some new action. Over spring break, we had several days of rainy weather. And I don't know about you, but I love a good rainy day on the beach. I find it so relaxing. On one of our rainy days, I spent the day praying, studying, reading, reading the Bible, and of course, surfing the internet. I was exploring inner healing from a spiritual life coaching perspective. And as I was studying, God kept placing on my heart how we can easily fall into the spirit of passivity. Honestly, I've never thought much about a spirit of passivity. The dictionary defines passivity as acceptance of what happens without active response or resistance. A few other words for passivity are docile, inactive, indifference, or contentment. It basically means staying in one place without any movement at all. Kathy DeGraw, author of Unshackled, says that passivity detours Christians from their destiny and keeps them stuck in bondage. She goes on to say that a spirit of passivity is a difficult spirit to fight because it paralyzes us into not wanting to do anything about our situation. Or we may want to do something about it, but we don't know how to fight it at the level we're at, so we settle rather than pressing in to take action. Sometimes this feels like we're stuck in a spiral of confusion and indecisiveness, and it doesn't feel good. We all have that area in our lives that we want to see change, but yet it seems like we stay bogged down in the muck without anything changing at all. Can you think of an area in your life that may be like this? Maybe it's your faith life. Maybe you don't feel like God is present. Maybe it's your marriage. Maybe it's a relationship with a child or family member. It could be your job or your career. You know, it could be a bad habit or vice that you just can't seem to shake. Now, my area is my physical health. It has been a battle for me my entire life. There are times that I make progress and move forward, but most of the time I sit in a spiral of confusion, shame, frustration, and helplessness. It is an area that I allow to define everything about me. When I am making progress, I have confidence and feel good about myself and what I'm doing. But when I get stuck or fall backwards, then I feel unworthy, helpless, and just plain terrible. This is where the spirit of passivity sneaks in and keeps me from living in the fullness of Christ. It keeps me from living the life that God has called me to live. And many times when I'm stuck in the spirit of passivity, I'm not sharing my gifts and talents with others. Also, when I'm plagued with the spirit of passivity, I simply stop trying. I think it can't get any better. 
I doubt my natural abilities, but I also lose hope and how God works in and through my life. Can you relate to this? Do you see an area in your life that defines who you are? An action or a non-action that you allow to determine your self-worth and value? Here's the truth, friends. We all have these areas, so we all face spiritual warfare. It is often overlooked and not talked about, but we have to acknowledge that spiritual warfare is real and it can wreak havoc on our lives if we don't take action against it. It isn't something that we should fear or worry about or even think about or talk about all the time because Jesus claimed victory for us over all of it. Learning about the spirit of passivity has created a new awareness in me. The blinders are off, and now I know what I'm up against. How many times have I had thoughts like these? I am so lazy. I quit because I don't know what to do. It is impossible. I am not strong enough. This is just as good as it gets. Have you ever had these thoughts about a situation in your life? When those thoughts pop into my mind, the first thing I want to do is just stop, to quit trying, to be inactive, indifferent, or to settle and be content right where I am. But here's what I'm doing now to push through the spirit of passivity. Some days it's easy, and some days I don't make much progress at all. But each day I try, I am moving forward, and the grip of passivity is lessening. The first step for me has been awareness. I've taken a deep look in my life to see where I've allowed the spirit of passivity to sneak in and take up residence. It affects my health, especially my efforts to lose weight and exercise. Like I said earlier, it's a stronghold in my life. I recognize that hopelessness and self-doubt are not from God. God gives me the strength to do more than I could ever imagine. And he also gives you that same strength to tackle any stronghold in your life. It is so easy to stay stuck, to be a victim and not make progress. But that, my friends, is the work of the enemy. When we are stuck then we doubt our worthiness or lovability. We don't love ourselves or open ourselves up to receive the love of others and especially to receive the love of God. Another area that I tend to get stuck in the spirit of passivity is in my marriage. It is so easy to go with the flow, to go from one day to the next without any effort to strengthen our relationship. Now, there are plenty of things that keep me busy and occupied, like my job, taking care of my family, watching TV, or scrolling on social media. Passivity seems innocent in relationships, but it can drive a huge wedge in them. The spirit of passivity means that you're stuck, that you aren't growing, or that maybe you're even indifferent. This is why so many marriages end in divorce. Marriages become disconnected, because there was no action bringing them together to move together in harmony or to have the same goals and dreams. Mostly, passivity causes love to fade and the spark to go out. So for this first step, awareness, ask the Holy Spirit to show you any areas of your life where you are stuck in the spirit of passivity. Where do you need to take action? 
even if you don't know how to take action or move forward, just having the awareness that you were stuck is the beginning. Now, the second step is going to be uncomfortable for some of you. It isn't a common way of praying for many of us. The second step is to renounce the spirit of passivity. It means you have to call it out so that you can get rid of it. It is so simple, but you have to say it with authority. And that authority comes from your relationship with Christ. The authority that he claimed when he died on the cross to save each and every one of us. We often pray quietly in our minds, which is fine. But when we need to renounce a stronghold, we have to do it out loud. When we pray, it can't be timid, but with faith and trust in God's love for us. In 2 Timothy, we read, For God did not give us a spirit of timidity, but a spirit of power, of love, and of self-discipline. All right, let's do this together. Repeat this after me and say it out loud with authority. In the name of Jesus, I renounce the spirit of passivity. I send it completely and directly to the foot of the cross. Let's say it together again. In the name of Jesus, I renounce the spirit of passivity. I send it completely and directly to the foot of the cross. Now, sometimes you may have to say this over and over until you feel it release. It may take days of praying this over and over, but the Holy Spirit is working within you. God is working with you and taking this small action by saying these words out loud will move you from the spirit of passivity into action, which is the third step to take action. Action is the opposite of passivity. You can't be passive if you take action. Now, here is what happens. Our brain tells us we have to go from zero to 100 in five seconds. We often think that taking action means doing 100 different things all at once. But that usually leads to frustration and failure. It is like taking a handful of spaghetti and throwing it on the wall. Most of it is going to slide off the wall onto the floor into a big mess. The reason we want to take so much action is we want to tackle many things at once because we have a goal in mind. We have an outcome we want to achieve. We want to lose weight, stop smoking, quit drinking, or connect in our marriage. We think gaining or achieving these things will make us feel better, so we take lots of action all at once. And I'm not saying that this is a bad thing, but have you ever heard the saying that, Slow and steady wins the race. In his book, Atomic Habits, James Clear talks about melting an ice cube. We all know that an ice cube will begin melting at 32 degrees, right? So what happens if you turn the temperature up from 17 degrees to 20 degrees? Nothing, right? The ice cube is the same, yet the environment is slowly changing, What if you go from 20 degrees to 30 degrees? Is the ice cube changing? No, but the action is changing the environment. Then what happens when you go from 30 degrees to 40 degrees? The ice cube begins to melt slowly at first, but it will eventually melt completely. Do you see that all of the action is making a difference, but it is hard to see it at first? 
Starting at 17 degrees, you have to turn it up to 20 degrees, then 25 degrees, then 30 degrees, until you can get to 40 degrees. As the temperature climbs, the environment changes, and then the transformation of the ice cube occurs. This is how to break free from the spirit of passivity. Take small steps as you move forward. Eventually, you will be able to look in the rearview mirror and see just how far you've come. You know, as I was writing this podcast, I debated about sharing it with you. My brain wants to tell me that I have to be the master and expert at something before sharing. But you know what, friends? I think we learn the most powerful lessons from each other as we are facing the giants in our personal journeys. When we face those journeys, there are failures and defeats, but there are also so many victories. There are lots of people who claim to be experts and masters, but are they really? This awareness of the spirit of passivity is still new for me. I'm still praying for deliverance of it every day. I am making progress, taking action, and moving forward. That's the story that I wanted to share with you. I want to be a podcaster who is full of vulnerability, honesty, accepting of my own limitations and failures, but I also want to share the sweet success of victory and, most importantly, the love of Christ. Last week, I shared my struggle with the comparison trap. So you see, I am walking my journey of trials and difficulties just like you, but that journey also includes successes and victories, and those are the things that I want to share with you. I hope this podcast encourages you by knowing that you aren't alone with whatever obstacle is in your path right now, and that it opens your eyes to explore that the spirit of passivity in your life can be conquered. To see where you are staying stuck gives you an idea on how to move forward. Using the three steps that I shared won't be easy or quick, but they will certainly move you from passivity to action. Being aware of where you are stuck is crucial. Casting out the spirit of passivity will bring you freedom. Taking action will cancel out that passivity and move you towards the life God has called you to live. My friends, God has a special role for each one of your lives. There is something missing in the world when you are stuck in the spirit of passivity. Take charge, my friends, and move forward. God will give you the strength to do so. So if you know me, then you know my favorite Bible verse ties in perfectly with the spirit of passivity. It's from Philippians 4.13. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. All right, friends, together, let's take action so we can share the love of Christ in our marriage, in our families, and with the entire world. Let's pray. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Lord, thank you for never leaving us. Thank you for the times that you are beside us, even when we aren't aware of your presence. Jesus, you are our strength when times are tough. We only have to look at your example as you carried the cross to your death to see what faith and action looks like. Lord, we ask for the same faith and courage as we move forward. Give us the strength to move from the spirit of passivity into action in whichever area of our lives that we feel stuck. God, you know, 
You know that area that holds us back, that area that seems impossible, that area that seems hopeless. Lord, when we combine our human actions with your supernatural actions, there isn't anything that we can accomplish. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. All right. Stay happy, healthy, and holy until we meet again next week. God bless. We will glorify your name. For more information on Catholic Life Coaching, go to my website, catholiclifecoachacademy.com. Be sure to sign up for my weekly emails that are full of inspiration and ideas and to find out about upcoming events. The Academy is an online community of Catholic women just like you who are striving to live a happy, healthy, and holy life. In the Academy, you will find monthly workshops designed to help you create a life that you love by connecting on a deeper level with yourself, others, and in your faith. The Academy has a special focus on educators by helping them find joy in and out of the classroom. You will also find powerful coaching workshops to help you strengthen your marriage. To learn more, go to catholiclifecoachacademy.com. The music for this podcast is brought to you by The Vigil Project. They make music for the Catholic journey. To learn more about their ministry and to listen to more of their music, visit their website at thevigilproject.com.